Hey, we had six games in the NHL last night, and there was lots of fantasy goodness to be had. Let's recap those and preview tonight's 10-game schedule, as well as discuss some top ads and drops. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. so much for joining us again it's that time it's fantasy nhl time i am your host blake creamer please follow me on twitter at blake creamer se and uh man uh i was so stoked to watch the games last night it, it really did feel like uh you know the nhl season has finally started so um you know great bunch of games last night let's let's get into it and we'll start talking about them okay um before we do that i do want to talk a little bit about some nhl newsies Let's do it. Yeah, so a couple things. Uh, first off, that c- kind of came out of last night. Patrick Line. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Was injured in, uh, into his game there. Uh, he did score a goal. We'll, we'll talk about Line a little bit later. But, uh, um, you know, went into the boards, looked like a pretty innocent play, and uh, kind of was favoring his arm. So, you know, they're calling it an upper body injury at this point. Um, he is being evaluated further. He's having some more tests done. So we've got to keep an eye on that. That would be really unfortunate. That's just a very unfortunate start for uh, Line A with his, you know, this, just the, you know, the rejuvenation with the team, getting Goudreau in there. There was a lot of uh, positivity and he started out doing very well. He looked very good. So we'll see what happens. I hope he's, uh, I hope it's not a long-term thing. A couple more injuries I do want to discuss. Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, um, he's not going to be in the lineup tonight for the Flyers. He's out still with his injury. He is fantasy relevant if you're in a, a Bangers-Cats league. He can give you lots of hits and blocks. So Rasmus Ristolainen is going to be out tonight. And um, just following Twitter, even this morning, I can see there's a couple kings that are going to be out tonight. And I'll discuss this later, but Arvidsson. Uh, he's going to be out tonight. He's ill, so he's going to be out with an illness. So you'll see more of Kaliev. You'll see more of Trevor Moore. Oh, maybe more of uh, Ayafalo. Those type of guys for the Kings. And then Sean Dursey is is going to be a healthy scratch tonight. I don't like that. Um, I watched a lot of that game, the LA uh, Vegas game, the other night, and Dursey looked good. I mean, he made a bonehead play. Uh, on the very last play, where uh, Mark Stone kind of walked in and scored that goal. So that's unfortunate. Um, you know, not really, I, I, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not the coach, but when, when a player makes a mistake like that, a young player, especially who just signed a new contract, um, he makes a mistake like that and then gets a healthy scratch the next game. It's not great for the confidence, you know? So I'm wondering if there's something else going on there. I mean, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but scratching Sean, Sean Dursey, I thought before that, I thought he was one of their better players. So we'll see what happens there. Don't worry. I, if you have Dursey, I would I would hold him for sure. Just just hold him and see what happens next game because he played very well in game one. So, you know, I'm not sure what's going on there. Anyways, let's get into these games now. So we did have six games uh, on the slate last night. They were great. It was a really nice, game, uh, nice night of hockey. So we'll get right into it. We'll start out with Toronto and Montreal. Sorry, Leafs fans. It didn't uh, go very well, um, and I hate to see it because I got so many Leafs in a lot of my pools. 
But, and that's the really the only important thing is, is whether I win my pools or not, right? Right? Yeah. Good stuff. Okay, so Toronto, uh, yeah, they, they actually did play very well. I thought um, Jake Allen who, uh, really was kind of the difference maker here. And then the, the, the Canadians just capitalized on the chances. Both teams went 0 for 4 on the power play. But let's get into it. We'll talk about the Leafs first, okay? So, Matt Murray taking the loss on the night. Four goals let in on 23 shots. It's, it's not great for an 826 save percentage. Not great, Matt Murray. Not, not the way that he, I'm sure he wanted to start with the team here. I think there's going to be a little bit of leash for him, for sure. Um, they're, they're in a back-to-back, so they're playing again tonight. So I think Samsonov was probably scheduled for that game anyway. But just keep an eye on the goalie situation in Toronto. I think Matt Murray you know, is, is, was brought in to be the starter. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll go back to him after this and, and kind of give him another shot. That said, let's look at uh, some of the fantasy performers um, in that game. So starting with Toronto... You can see, so the big boys really didn't do too much. Um, you know, Marner got an assist. He had a shot on goal and two blocks. Uh, he only played 18 minutes, which is, is somewhat low for him. Uh, Bunting, Michael Bunting, who a lot of people have picked up, you know, a late round flyer. Bunt, B-U-N-T. He did get a goal, um, and he got a shot on goal, obviously for his goal, and then a hit in, in 13 minutes. Michael Bunting, I think there's a there's a very hard you know cap on on his offensive ability. Maybe not his ability, but just his his offensive opportunity. Uh, Thirteen minutes is not great deployment. He, yes, five on five, he's playing with some amazing players, some of the best in the world. But you know it is it's hard to score five on five, right? A lot of damage is done mostly on the power play in, in some games. So Michael Bunting, he's I think he is getting some second line power play, but. I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on Michael Bunting. I need to see more. I need to see at least a couple more minutes for me to to really kind of get on board with 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 picking him up if he's on your waiver wire, right? Let's keep looking through uh, what happened here. Dennis Malgin, the crispy one. Hey, you get your damn hands off her. He picked up a goal. Um, he got uh, two shots on goal in 11 minutes and 30, 33 seconds. He was playing on the second line with Nylander, so and and I think he was getting a little bit of power play two time. But, I mean, you know, it's nice to get the goal, but a lot of people, again, were adding him. It's just one of those reactionary type of things. You, you know, you try and get out in front of something and then, um, you know, look like a superstar when that player takes off. I'm not sure about Malgan. I need to see a lot more. Um, the deployment is not where I like. 11 minutes, 33 seconds. And that's really it for this game. Tavares, he had two assists as well. Three shots, two hits in 17 minutes. So he looks good to go. Nylander had a goal and an assist. Five shots in 19 minutes. So probably the best of, of the big forwards. Austin Matthews, scoreless. Um, he was held pointless. He did get five shots and three hits in almost 20 minutes. So he'll be back. Uh, I, they're playing again tonight. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wager that Matthews will get, a, get on the scoreboard tonight. Uh, definitely with a goal. Book it. All right. I'm putting my reputation on the line. Make it happen. I don't know if it's going to happen, but uh, yeah, hopefully it does. And then, so just some category coverage too. I can show you just one last player from the Leafs, Jake uh, Muzzin. Um, He played, what did he play? 18 minutes and he got four hits, six blocks, three shots. That's nice category coverage there. So um, those are guys you want to just be aware of when you're trying to win certain categories in your league, right? 
um, because when you are when you do play in a category league, depending on the amount of categories, like the you know blocks and hits are just as important as goals, right? Like that that's where the distinction comes. It's not um, it, it's weird to make that switch in your mind where you're like, oh, four hits and six blocks, that's a good game, even though he was minus two, had zero points in the game, right? So guys like Jake Muzzin, I'll try and point some of those guys out on each team just to show you players that you can pick up if you are in a category league that can maybe help you uh, win, win those categories for that week. Moving on to the Canadians, Jake Allen uh, with his new contract played very well. He let in three goals on 32 shots for a 906 save percentage. Very nice. He was the third star of the game. And let's talk about the good. Uh, Montreal, um, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. What a nice pair this is. Um, the the, the future is bright for Montreal, I think, with these two guys. And, and you know, the present might be pretty good too. I, I, I'm not predicting that the Canadians are going to have even a winning season this year, but um, if I'm, you know, rebuilding as the Canadians maybe are, and you got players like Caulfield and Slavkovsky and Nick Suzuki, uh, it, it's it's a good it's a good time there. Even Kirby Doc, I love uh, I loved Kirby Doc when he was in Chicago, and and he's probably still a couple years away from from doing anything fantasy wise. But anyways, let's take a look. So yeah, this was a this was a crushing defeat for the Leafs. Uh, Josh Anderson, you know, got a goal in the last minute. He didn't really do much else for the rest of the game. Yeah, he had a shot and two hits in 15 minutes. Let's talk about Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield did get two goals, five shots, one hit, one block in 18 minutes. He looked good. He looked really solid, uh, and I think he's definitely going to have a good year. And from where he was being drafted, I think you're going to get a lot of value from Cole Caulfield. Nick Suzuki as well, two assists, three shots on goal, and three blocks in 21 minutes and 24 seconds. I love that deployment. He's the man. They made him the captain for a reason, and I think they're going to ride him. So, yeah, Suzuki and uh, Caulfield obviously should both be rostered. Uh, I'll talk about Slavkovsky. played his first game pretty, uh, you know, not noticeable out there. He had a shot on goal, a hit and a block in 10 minutes. I don't think this is going to be the year where he he breaks out, and he might not even finish his uh, his uh, first, you know, 10 games. I don't think they, they want to burn his contract, like depending if he's still kind of getting this deployment. So we'll see, keep an eye on it. He'll be here for nine games, I would think. And then other than that there, Oh, I did want to mention, uh, David Savard, uh, what a beastly game this man had. So this is kind of the, the, the peripheral guy I would maybe think about adding if he needs some, some hits or blocks. So he did get an assist, but he also had nine blocks. Get that That's that's a block party right there. Uh, well done. This guy's body must just be ground beef. Um, and he played 22 minutes and 30 seconds. So he's getting nice deployment. He's getting lots of minutes and clearly a defensive defenseman. Nine blocks. That's pretty nice. That, that could win you your category for the for the week, right? So just players to be aware of. I'm not saying go pick up David Savard. But if you need some blocks, go pick up David Savard, okay? Moving on. Uh, yeah, that's the first game there. So that's uh, the Leafs and Canadians. Tough loss for, loss for the Leafs uh, with that goal in the last minute. I know they'll, they'll probably, um, I think they'll probably get the win tonight. Uh, the, the coach was pretty pissed, disappointed. I'm sure the players are too. So not the way you wanted to start the season, but uh, carry on. Okay. Next game up, Boston against Washington. It's the home opener for Washington. Uh, very good game. Yeah, I got to see a lot of it. Um, surprise starter, uh, Linus Ulmark, um, started for the Boston Bruins. I think uh, the consensus thought was is that Jeremy Swayman was going to be the starter, um, and Ulmark 
yeah, was given the was given the start for the first game of the season. So it doesn't look amazing for Jeremy Swayman, but I do believe that they're going to kind of almost go 50-50 with these two goalies until someone sort of emerges. Or maybe they feel comfortable with just a full timeshare. I'm not sure. But both goalies are very solid. It's a great game for Allmark. He let in two goals on 35 shots with a 943 save percentage. Excellent start for Linus Allmark, kind of uh, putting himself out there. And this was a great game, the return of David Krejci after playing overseas uh, last season. So let's get into it. We'll talk about the Bruins first, as, as I said. There are some, some nice performances. Bergeron got a nice goal in the power play. Uh, he had four shots on goal, one hit, three blocks, 18 minutes. He's the ageless wonder. This guy just, he can do it all. And, uh, you know, I don't know if there's a more respected player in the league other than this guy. He, he's, just, he's just a beauty. He's a, he's a hard guy to hate. Um, so good job for Bergeron. I think he's going to have a great year if he can stay healthy. Sorry, Taylor Hall had a goal. Um, he only played 15 minutes. So it, it's so weird to me that Taylor Hall won the heart one year because he just hasn't been close to that player ever since. So it's, it's kind of like he caught lightning in a bottle that year. But he should have, you know, he's got good opportunity in Boston right now, especially while Marshawn is out. So he's going to get some good deployment. He's going to get first line. And, you know, he played 15 minutes. He got a goal. I like that. Now let's talk about Krejci, uh, Krejci and Pasternak. These guys obviously have some chemistry together. Krejci got one goal, two assists, uh, and he got a blocked shot as well, just for good measure in 17 minutes. Love that. David Pasternak. He's a cooking something up. Uh, you know, had a big game. One goal, three assists, six shots on goal in 19 minutes. And if you watch any of the highlights, this guy was all over the puck. Pasternak could have a really good season. I think um, he, he was dropping in a lot of drafts, uh, get, getting drafted very late. Whereas last year, he was, he was a first-round guy or just the end of the first round. So I don't know what the thinking was there. Maybe because Brad Marchand is injured starting the season, and they think that his points are tied to Marchand. But if you look at the underlying statistics of David Pasternak, you know, his expected goals for his, uh, just, just his shots per 60. This guy is, is, he's doing it on his own, right? He doesn't, he doesn't need that. And, and that's kind of what you saw in this game here. He was all over the puck. He looked great. So big game for pasta. I like to see that, um, obviously, cause I have him in a couple of my leagues as well. So yeah. Um, and then it just for kind of a bruiser, I did want to mention, um, Forbort, Derek Forbort, you know, I'm trying not to mention guys that are only getting like really minimal time. So Derek Forbort, though, he played 23 minutes and 30 seconds. So he got uh, zero points, of course, but he had five block, uh, sorry, five hits and six blocks. That's nice. You know what I mean? So again, in category leagues, that's that's like having, you know, one goal and one assist or something. It's it's very similar. Right. So it's it, again, it's just that mindset. And that's why I want to point these guys out to you. So Derek uh, Forbort, he's getting deployment. He's going to be your uh, peripheral man, okay? Great game for the Bees. I like to see that. And then, of course, Bergeron as well. <laughs> he was 68% in the face-off circle. The man's a legend, okay? Let's talk about the Caps, Washington Capitals. All Caps, baby. Not last night, all right? Uh, Darcy Kemper took the loss. Four goals on 29 shots for an 862 save percentage. Mm, again, not the way he wants to start with his new team. You know, they'll get a, they'll get a chance again tonight. A um, couple things. Connor Brown, we'll talk about the bad first. Connor Brown did get some good deployment on that first line. He's playing power play as well. He did play 19 minutes, minus two, two shots, one hit, one block. John Carlson as well. Uh, He was minus four on the night with one shot on goal. He did kind of salvage it with four hits and four blocks. 
it's not too bad. Um, let's talk about uh, some of the big guns. Um, Ovechkin, big Ovi. Oh, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, held, held scoreless for this for this game, so I don't think that's going to last. But he did salvage his line again categorically for with three shots and nine hits. So um, he's going to bring you elite peripherals, and I think he maintains a first-round value, especially in Cats leagues, um, and first-to-second-round value in points leagues as well because just the amount of goals he is going to get. He played 22 minutes. He's not going anywhere. He's very durable. I think he's going to have a great season. Not the best start, but he, you know, I like the I like the nine hits. That's good. And then Oshie was back after injury. Didn't do much. He played 19 minutes as well. Uh, one shot, one hit, one block. Anthony Mantha did have a pretty good game. He got a goal, six shots on goal. He played 16 minutes himself, uh, and he played very well with uh, his line mate uh, Dylan Strom, who had an assist on Mantha's goal. Um, and he played almost 20 minutes himself. So those are guys you want to look at. Um, as far as a bruiser on this team, a guy that br- was drafted in a few leagues is uh, Martin Fahervery. This guy is just a unit. Um, you know, he's a defenseman. He didn't play big minutes. He only played uh, almost 19 minutes, but um, zero shots, 10 hits, two blocks in 18 minutes or 19 minutes. So uh, again, you, if you need those categories and this guy's on your waiver wire, pick him up. Look, there's some people want to ride too. Pick them up. Okay, great job. I uh, like that guy a lot. I'm I'm interested to see, <laughs> kind of just where I, I think he'll challenge for the you know top top three in hits for the season, and that's not a hot take. I think he's been there before. Anyways, uh, that was that game. Five uh, two Boston. There you go. Let's move on to the next one. It's going to be Columbus and the Carolina Hurricanes. So, uh, yeah, some unfortunate stuff, as we already mentioned in this game. Uh, Patrick Laine going down with an injury. He only played seven minutes. He looked great before that. He had one goal, two shots on goal, a block and a hit. Um, you know, and it looked like something was kind of brewing there. So this, with uh, Laine's injury, you're going to see some, uh, I, I don't think he's going to be next, back next game. Uh, just the, the kind of the way they're talking, it just it seems a little bit ominous. So I think he's going to miss a few games for sure. So that opens up opportunity for some other guys up and down the lineup. You know, guys like Igor Chinakov, who was the preseason scoring leader, uh, he played okay in this game, I guess. He only played 15 minutes, one shot, one hit, one block. Not too much going on. But uh, it's going to open up some some opportunities for him. It's going to open up some opportunities for, you know, even Voracek, uh, you know, maybe jumping up back up on the first line there. Um, but let's, yeah, let's keep going and take a look at what else what else happened here. So some sleeper guys that I draw attention to, Adam Boakvist uh, is a guy that I, I do like. I've, I've drafted him a couple years in a row with, with a few teams, and it just really hasn't panned out yet. But uh, it, it's mostly just deployment. I mean, he only gets he gets under 20 minutes just basically for his career, and, and that's no different this game. He played 17-30. He had two shots, two blocks. He is going to get some power play time. We'll see what happens. Adam Boakvist is, is, is a guy I like. And I always kind of at least put on my watch list because I think he has the potential to break out offensively. But, uh, actually, he's not going to get you too much peripheral. So it's definitely just a points league kind of pick up there. Adam Bokvist. Yeah. And uh, what else am I looking at here? Nothing else. Uh, Adam, Wor- uh, sorry, Adam Wierenski. Zach Wierenski. He got an assist. He played. Uh, he was the high minute man on D. 24 minutes. He's going to be great this year. Hit and three blocks. 
I mean, his value is going to take a little bit of a hit if Line A misses a big chunk of time, just just offensively. But Wierenski is he's set to have a big season, and he was drafted, you know, appropriately. I think this season. Johnny Gaudreau in his first game with the Jackets, twenty minutes, plus one, two shots on goal, not a whole lot else. Uh, that that does suck for him. That again, Line A going down. So we'll see. Johnny Gaudreau is going to be asked to shoulder uh, more of a load for sure, and I'm not sure sure who the trigger man is going to be on this team. Right, they lost guys like uh, Bjorkstrand and and uh, and others. So, you know, we'll see. Boone Jenner can maybe step up his game as well. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the Hurricanes. Freddie Anderson, Mr. Anderson, getting the big dub. One goal on 32 shots for a 9.69 save percentage, and uh, it was mostly um, the second line that was kind of getting it done here in, in this game. Um, so let's talk about that. Um, first off, actually, let's just talk about um, Brett Burns playing his first game with the Hurricanes. Didn't he held scoreless. He was minus one. Did get six shots. Played twenty two minutes. He's going to be a beast this year. I think. I think he's a lock too for for fifty points with a ceiling of a lot more. I mean, a ceiling of like sixty five. He might even be able to get up to seventy if 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 that power play gets going. But it didn't really happen tonight. Um, let's let's take a look. Aho didn't do much. Um, Tara Vinen didn't do much. So their, their top line was held kind of off the off the scoreboard. Seth Jarvis did get a goal, though. He, he had a very nice game. One goal, four shots, two hits, one block in 17 and a half minutes of ice time. Seth Jarvis is going to be a nice pickup this year. Um, another guy who was a little bit surprising was uh, Jesper Kotkaniemi. Um, he's been kind of toiling away on the fourth line on this team. But he got a, little, a few more minutes this game. So one assist he had, plus two, one shot on goal, one block in 15 minutes. Uh, someone to keep an eye on. They, obviously, they, they paid quite a bit for him to have him, you know, play this, this amount of minutes or less. So uh, I think they're, they're going to want to showcase him a little bit. So he, he, he might get a little bit more chance here to, to show what he can do. Um, really nice game for Martin Natchez. Okay, he had a goal and two assists. He was plus three, two shots on goal in uh, 18 minutes of play. Martin Aitchis, nice work. Um, again, a guy that might be available on your waiver wire. Um, I don't know if he's, he's, I don't know that he's a must add right now, but he's definitely a watch list guy. If, if, if and when Carolina has a good streaming schedule, I mean, you know, Martin Aitchis is like your, your number one kind of guy you want to get in there. Jarvis too, depending on, on, on how much he's drafted. Um, but that that's really it. Svechnikov got a goal as well. Two shots on goal, two hits, one block, 17 minutes. That's typical stuff for Svech. And that's that game there. Um, so, yeah, Carolina beating the Hurric- uh, sorry, the Hurricanes beating Columbus uh, 4-1 to one with the lining injury there. Let's move on to Colorado and the Blackhawks. This one wasn't close. Even 5-2 doesn't feel the, like it does it justice. I watched a lot of this game. And, uh, yeah, the, the Hawks were clearly outmatched. These, it's a tale of two different teams here. You got the Stanley Cup champions who raised their banner uh, on this night. So that, that was really cool to see. But, man, they're, they're so good. <laughs> um, just, just lots of fantasy-relevant uh, stuff on their team especially. But first off, we'll talk about the Blackhawks. So Peter Mrazek got the start. He did his best, uh, let in five goals on 30, 35 shots for an 857 save percentage. Um, there's not, not a lot of good really to talk about the Blackhawks here. They, they, they really got pumped and, uh, you know, that's not a surprise, but I guess if I have to, Anthony Cio, uh, yeah, he had an okay game. He had one assist, two shots, one block, 15 minutes. He's kind of a deep sleeper, Anthony Cio, someone who might be available on your waiver wire for points leagues. 
So keep an eye on that. He's getting first line deployment and first power play. Tyler Johnson played all right as well. Uh, he had an assist, a uh, couple shots and two hits as well. So I don't know. Maybe he could have a little bit of a resurgence. I don't think 40 points, 40 to 50 points is out of the question for Tyler Johnson this season because they don't have anyone else. Um, Patrick Kane, pretty quiet on the night. He did have an assist on the power play, a kind of second assist, just passed it in and everybody else did the work. So yeah, two shots, nothing else going on. Could be a real down year for, for Pat Kane. Uh, just it's something about his body language too in the game. I, I wasn't really, I don't know. He, he seemed kind of a little bit disinterested. So that's just my take from, from what I was watching. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure that Kaner is going to have much of a good season this year unless he gets traded, right? Which is a very real possibility. So don't fret if you've drafted him because he's probably going to get traded. And then Jonathan Taves, one goal. Uh, he had um, three shots as well, 14 minutes. That's Taves is not going to do much this year. It's kind of sad to see guys like uh, Kane and Taves sort of go out on a team like this. So hopefully the team does something right by them and, and picks up some, some valuable uh, assets to just, just help with their rebuild because there's not a lot going on in Chicago, honestly. I mean, you, I guess you got a guy like uh, Radish, um, Taylor Radish, that, that you know, he, he's probably one of their better prospects, but it's just not... The cupboards are kind of bare. I don't know. It doesn't look good to me. Um, if you need a banger, uh, Connor Murphy, you could do worse than him uh, on Chicago. He got, uh, you know, zero points. He, he did get a shot, three hits and two blocks. He's, he's good for that kind of thing. Um, only 17 minutes, though. So, yeah, it's pretty bleak in, in Chicago right now. So you probably want to stay away from most of those players. Let's move over to the, the Stanley Cup champs. Uh, Alexander Georgiev got the start. That is nice to see. Um, he, he wasn't tested too much. He let in two goals on 17 shots uh, for an uh, 8.82 save percentage. So didn't really get to showcase much. He had a, a pretty terrible save percentage last year. So I don't know. Is that who Georgiev is? Georgie? Probably not. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard to stay. The, just the way that the game was and the momentum of the game, Georgiev was, you know, he wasn't tested very much, and he was, uh, he, you know, it's hard to stay real focused there. So let's look at, obviously, Colorado, just major fantasy assets all over the place. Let's talk about someone who I'm not so high on, which is Bowen Byram. Um, it's not that I'm not high on him as a player, and that I, uh, I I do think that, you know, if he, like, first off, he he was pointless uh, t- last night. He had one shot on goal in, in 18 minutes. That's just not good deployment for for that type of player, and especially where he was being drafted. He he was being drafted within the top one hundred and fifty for sure, and to me, that's that's still it's it's just not going to bring any return. Um, and he hasn't really shown the ability to put up these numbers. Um, and again, not that he can't put up these numbers, but I think it's more his deployment. So if he's playing eighteen minutes a night, I just don't think you're going to get much value from Bowen Byram aside from some peripheral stuff, which he's really good at. So something to keep an eye on. Bowen Byram not really blowing the doors off right now. I mean, he played the same amount of minutes basically as Eric Johnson. And Eric Johnson did better peripherally. So Eric Johnson himself played 18 minutes. He had four shots on goal, three hits, two blocks. So I don't know. What are we doing here? What are we doing here, Jared Bednar? I don't know. I guess he knows what he's doing. They just won the Stanley Cup. So who the hell am I? And let's talk about the good because there was a lot of it. Uh, first off, Arturi Lekkonen, that sleeper extraordinaire. Um, you know, he was a very popular sleeper going into the season. And, and it, 
it's not even really a hot take that he was going to do well. Like you're playing with two of the best players in the world, and he's already established himself as as an offensive talent as well. And that showed here tonight. He he got two goals and one assist, three shots on goal, uh, 19 minutes. I love to see that as well. So Lekkonen definitely should not be on your waiver wire at this point. Make sure that that he's a must draft player. So you got to get him, pick him up. Okay, Lekkonen's going to do wonders for you this year. Uh, as well as Valerie Nichuskin. Um, I don't think he's, he shouldn't be on your waiver wire either. I mean, he's playing first line, uh, sorry, first power play um, with the rest of them here in Colorado. He got two power play goals, five shots on goal, one hit, one block, and he played 20 minutes. So, you, you know, you love to see that. He played more than uh, Rantanen. Uh, Rantanen himself had four assists on the night, three shots. Love that. Played 19 minutes. And McKinnon did his thing. Two assists, six shots, and one hit in 20 minutes. And, and uh, Makar, who many people were taking in the top five, let's see what he did. Two assists, four shots, one hit, one block in 24 minutes. He looks awesome out there. You know, There's no question about that. I just don't really agree that he should have been taken in the top five. Because, I mean, he, he just can't score at the same level as you know forwards. I, I just don't think it's, it's going to happen. I think it's... Uh, not as common for defensemen to get those kind of points. And his peripherals aren't that good. You know, they're decent, but they're not that good. That, that's fantasy. In reality, the man is awesome. All right. Kale McCarr, I'm a big fan of that. I loved watching him play. So anyways, that game wasn't close. 5-2 Colorado. Book it. They took him down. All right. In their home opener. You like to see it. Let's move on. Two more games to go. And then we'll get into some previews here. Um, Edmonton and Vancouver. Uh, home opener in Edmonton. Edmonton takes the game 5-3. Shoot. I watched a lot of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Canucks played very well. They got off to a great start. Two goals early. Um, and then Edmonton, uh, they actually got, they were up 3-0 three, three in the game, and then Edmonton scored five straight. That sounds worse, but there was an empty netter, and yeah, there was just some power play stuff that went on, so... Let's get into it. We'll talk about the Canucks first. Thatcher Demko, not a particularly good game, letting in four goals on 24 shots. That said, um, you know, the, some of the plays, like there were some bang-bang plays. Um, Leon Dreisaitl to McDavid on the power play. I mean, just zero chance for, for Demko um, to do anything with this stuff. So, you know, and that was kind of the case. Like, he, he didn't play poorly, but um, I think, too, when you get out to a 2 nothing lead like that, it's a very natural thing to kind of sit back a little bit. And Canucks didn't sit back that much, but you just knew that, that this was, this was kind of coming. And Edmonton is just so good at burying their chances. I mean, with two, the, two of the top five best offensive players in the league, that these things are going to happen. So, um, you know, Canucks played well, full value uh, in the loss for sure. But anyways, Demko takes the L there. 8.33 save percentage. A um, couple things I like to see. Besser. Vile weed! Um, back with, after his hand injury. One assist. Uh, two shots on goal. One block. He played 19 minutes. I love that. Because um, Bess in the past, I've seen him. He, he, they, sometimes they hover him around 16 minutes. So if he's getting 19 minutes uh, in a game, I love that. They did have a ton of power plays in this game. I mean, Canucks were, they were one for eight. And the Oilers were three for four. So that probably boosted uh, Besser's on-ice time there. But I like to see it. I like that he's getting th- th- those minutes. I like Besser a lot. I want him to do well. I think, as I've said before, I think he has 30-goal potential this season. 30 goals, 60 points. 
that should be what we should be expecting from uh, Brock Besser. Um, a couple other players. Horvat, again, big minutes, 21 minutes. He's taken all the faceoffs. He got an assist, three shots, one hit, one block. Um, J- JT Miller had an interesting game for sure. He played 22 minutes. So you like to see that deployment. I think that at the very least, Miller, I think he should be in and around what he did last season. Um, probably a little bit less, a bit of regression, but not much because look at the look at the amount of time on ice. And he's just he's just really solid. A lot of that's power play work. Um, but he got a goal and an assist, two shots on goal, two hits. But uh, he missed so many chances. He had a breakaway. He, you know, he missed an open net on a shot. And then he 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 was just he just seemed a little bit off to me after a great first half of the game. His second half, he seemed like he was a little bit scattered. You know, he's making some kind of bonehead plays. So I don't know. JT Miller, great player, but yeah, he's he kind of high risk, high reward. Um, Elias Pettersson, great game. He came out, came out flying, got a nice goal, uh, five shots, three hits, played 21 minutes. I think he looks like the Pettersson of old to me. He's, he's, he's bulked up a little bit or he's a little bit stronger on the puck. Um, so I, I think he's going to have a very good year. He's not going to get you much peripherally. So definitely higher in points leagues. Um, and then last guy I wanted to talk to was, uh, um, Kuzmenko, big koozie. Guy uh, fit in perfectly. I loved watching this guy play. They talked about him a lot on the broadcast. He did get a goal. He had four shots in 17 minutes. And he, he just fits in so well. He's such an offensive player. But um, I also noticed a couple of plays where he's just back checking really hard. He, he, see, um, he seems like a real team guy. He, he's, uh, he's smart. And, and that's a great signing for the Canucks. I mean, they got him for the league minimum, I think. Um, so, yeah. It, Kuzmenko, I think, is going to have a great season. Don't leave him on your waiver wire. Pick him up, okay? He's good for points leagues. Category leagues, I mean, he's, he's going to get you all the offensive categories. He's going to play a ton of power play. He's going to get goals and assists and shots. So there you go. And then if you want some bangs, go pick up Luke Shen, this beauty. Uh, he only played 18 minutes, but six hits, four blocks. That's what he does, right? So Luke Shen will be among the hit leaders at the end of the season. Let's get into the Oilers. Uh, just a ridiculous, ridiculously talented offensive team. But let's talk about Jack Campbell. He got the start with his new team. Three goals on 36 shots for a 917 save percentage. Excellent work. He looked good. I, I thought one of the goals he could have had, he sort of just whiffed it and it went top corner. Wasn't the hardest shot in the world, but whatever, they got the W. Um, let's look at some, some amazing performances. There was a lot of them. Uh, first off, Darnell Nurse on D. This is a guy, categories especially, um, he should have been boosted up you know, a few rounds at least. He had a goal, assist, uh, one goal, one assist, two shots, uh, two hits, and four blocks. He's going to do that every night. Maybe not the goal and the assist part, but his peripherals are huge. And he scores a lot, actually, for defensemen. I think he had 12 goals last year. So, um, yeah, Nurse is amazing. Had a great game. Um, let's keep keep looking here. Uh, a couple things. Uh, Dylan Holloway was getting, you know, uh, some people maybe picked him up on the wire because he was getting top six deployment. It didn't really pan out. He only played eight minutes. Um, two shots on goal, four hits. That's nice, but I, I think that's probably going to be what his deployment is moving forwards because they just have so many other guys that, that need minutes right now. So Holloway might get, get a little bit of time, but definitely a drop at this point. Um, Zach Hyman, awesome game, 21 and a half minutes, two assists, two shots on goal, one hit, two blocks. Great game for him. Evander Kane had an assist on Connor, Connor McDavid's uh, hat trick goal. Uh, this is why you picked him up three shots on goal, eight hits. 
Um, he's going he's gonna to hit and shoot at an elite level, and I think goals are going to go in for him too at a pretty good level. So um, Evander Kane is, is going to be a monster this season. Love to see it. And then uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Hello. 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 Again, another big game. How do you stop these guys? One goal, two assists, one shot on goal, one hit, one block, Twenty, almost 22 minutes worth of play. Some amazing passing going on from Settle, And then McDavid. McD, what do you say about this guy? Hat trick in the first game of the season. Three goals, one assist, uh, and look, five shots on goal, five hits, and one block. I mean, this, this guy's he's going to be your runaway fantasy leader this year. There's no question unless he gets injured, right? So this is why you drafted him first overall. This is the type of crap that he does, like, on the daily. So Canucks had him in check for the first half of the game, and then, you know, power plays got away from him. So anyways, don't take penalties against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, pro tip for uh, teams that are, that are playing the Oilers, all right? Do your best. Okay. Last game of the night was uh, Anaheim and Seattle. Anaheim taking the victory in overtime. Tough loss for Seattle because they they actually they were all over Anaheim in this game and they deserved the win. It just John Gibson played out of his brain. But let's uh, let's talk about uh, Seattle first. Well, first off, the power plays in this game are uh, Seattle was three for five. Anaheim was two for three, so that accounted for a lot of the scoring here. But uh, yeah, getting into the Kraken. Philip Grubauer uh, continued his poor play from last season. And I hate to see it because he was just so stellar with the Avalanche. But um, yeah, some of the worst goalie stats of, of a starter last season, uh, if not the worst. So he let in five goals on 27 shots for an 815 save percentage. It's not good. All right, Gruby. Got to pick that up, my man. Um, I, I do like the Kraken this year for, for some improvement, that's for sure. But uh, this, was, this was a tough one. Um, but there was some some definite bright spots, and and the biggest one being Matty Beniers. Um, he played 20 minutes, one goal, one assist, four shots, one hit, one block. He's a points league pickup for sure. He's going to get a ton of opportunities. So if Beniers is on your wire, pick him up. You know, and when I say pick up uh, these guys, I should clarify a little bit. It's it's not just at all costs, right? This stuff has to make sense for your team. But um, in a points league, Matty Beniers. Is he better than the worst guy on, on your team? Probably. You know what I mean? <laughs> Depending how deep your league is, right? So, um, you know, it's been one game, so let's not all go crazy. But I, I watched a lot of the game as well, and he just looked good, and he's fitting in, and he's got good line mates. Speaking of, uh, Bjorkstrand, uh, great debut for the Kraken. They, and they rode him hard. At 21 minutes, he played. Uh, he had a goal and seven shots. So, again, he's going to be your offensive-type player. Uh, points league, not so much category league, but Bjorkstrand, he, he might still be available on your waiver wire. So definitely take a look, uh, Bjorkstrand, especially when the crack can have a good schedule. And he might be someone who you can pick up and just keep on your team. Both those players. All right. Um, so let's keep looking through here. Um, there wasn't much else uh, with the Kraken. The, the, uh, oh, I did want to mention that Shane Wright, that uh, was his first game of the season. Uh, not a great start, honestly. They only played him six minutes and 14 seconds. So we didn't really get a look to see what he can do. You know, we'll see, uh, we'll see how they deploy him moving forward. But that, that wasn't really kind of what I was expecting uh, them to do uh, with Shane Wright. So well, we'll see. Let's head down to the Ducks. All right. Uh, so uh, the, the big man, the guy who played uh, very well was John Gibson. Um, four goals on 48 shots for a 917 save percentage. This is what Gibson does. He, he's, he gets volume, big time volume. He's the only guy there. 
So that is why for a lot of zero G, zero goalie strategies when you drafted, John Gibson is a guy you can you can get in those late rounds, and he's going to give you a ton of saves. He might give you save percentage. He's not going to give you wins, really. He's not going to give you goals against, but um, you know he does a lot of things well, uh, and, and this is just what he's done year after year. So let's look at some of the fun players on Anaheim. Uh, Mason McTavish, uh, first game, he played awesome. I mean, these are power play points he got, but uh, two assists, three shots on goal in 13 minutes. I love that. You know, I, he had obviously uh, amazing performance in the World Juniors. So, you know, I like to see that he's kind of come in here and just kind of carried it on. So I don't know what kind of player he'll be peripherally. I, I, I would think at this point, not, not high. So McTavish, someone to keep an eye on. Definitely in Dynasty Leagues, he should not be available. There's no question there because he's going to be a player. Let's keep looking. Troy Terry, big game. He had uh, two goals, one assist, four shots on goal, uh, 19 minutes, and he had the, the overtime winner. Troy Terry... He could have another amazing year. And, and again, he was being drafted quite late. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's, it's hard on these teams or with these teams like Anaheim and Chicago. You know, you just don't expect players to, to you expect their performances to be muted. You know, and Troy Terry had an amazing season last season. I think a lot of people thought it was kind of a flash in the pan, but he looked good. You know, three points. You got to like that. Ryan Strom also played very well. One goal, two assists, two shots, and uh, two hits as well. 18 minutes. And then Trevor Zegris. Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy. Uh, coming back off injury. Didn't miss a beat. He looked great. He's slick. He is really slick with the puck. One goal, one assist, two shots, two hits in 18 minutes. So I think the future is bright in Anaheim. I like that. I mean, that, that's a gutty win because they were getting just dominated out of the building. Shots were 48 to 27. So, and Anaheim took it in overtime. So, yeah, I, I like that game. Um, I like both those teams. I, I just like watching teams I'm not super familiar with. So, Anyways, that is uh, wrapping up the recaps there. So that's sort of what we're looking at. I do want to very quickly just go through and preview the upcoming card tonight. So we'll just do sort of a rapid fire here because um, we're yeah, getting a little long here. I want to wrap the podcast up. We'll just go through very quickly and, and I'll try and give you some of the information that I have already. So Senators and Sabres tonight. Um, what... Well, we'll call this section kind of preview, like what to watch for, right? So, Senators and Sabers, um, it's going to be Anton Forsberg and Craig Anderson have been confirmed to play that game. So, get your lineup set accordingly if you have those guys. Um, and what am I? What do you want to watch for for this game? I think for, for the Senators, I want to see that top six and how you know this is their first game of the season. I want to see how they're deploying these guys. How many minutes does uh, Timmy Stutz get, right? Um, what kind of peripherals are these guys giving? Um, and I do, uh, I'm excited actually for Josh Sanderson just to see, uh, he's a, de- a rookie defenseman on the Senators. I want to see what he's able to do. I want to see if he can, um, yeah, just well, again, what kind of deployment is he going to get? Is he get any power play time? And then uh, Buffalo, moving to Buffalo, not Josh Sanderson, Jake Sanderson. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, on Buffalo. Uh, I just, again, I just want to see the top line. Tage Thompson signed that big contract. How, how does it translate? He looked good in preseason. So I think um, I'm, I'm excited to see that. 
And I'm also interested that they, they started Craig Anderson instead of uh, Eric Comrie. Um, that's a, that goalie battle will be interesting throughout the season. We'll see which way they go. I think Eric Comrie definitely has the upside, but Anderson's a veteran. He's been there before, and the Sabres look much improved. There was a, a little bit of news that I, I forgot to mention is that Buffalo signed Matias Samuelson, who is a 22-year-old defenseman. Um, they signed him to a seven-year, $30 million contract. Very interesting signing, kind of a head-scratcher, uh, to be honest, though. Um, and this is a guy I had to sort of look up. I, I, I didn't know this player. He's only played 54 games in the NHL. He has zero goals and 12 assists. And now he's got, he's signed for seven million, uh, sorry, seven years, 30 million. So yeah, that's, that's, it. that's interesting. So, I mean, clearly we don't know what goes on behind closed doors and, and, and how they're, you know, valuing these players. But right now he's, he's set to start the season on the first line pairing with uh, Rasmus Dahlin. You know, he's a big boy. He's, he's 22. He's 6'4", 227. I mean, Guy's a bruiser. I think at the very least, you're looking at kind of a stay-at-home sort of defenseman that will kind of will complement Rasmus Dallin and, and let him kind of you know jump up in the plays there. But uh, hit some blocks for sure for this guy. And I'm just interested to see what Matthias Samuelson does. Like, how does he play? What what kind of player is he? I you know, it's so odd to me. They just signed a thirty million dollar contract and he's never scored a goal in the NHL. Weird and wild stuff. Let's move on. Devils and Flyers next. Uh, for this game, I'm just looking at Jack Hughes. I want to see how he comes out. What what kind of, you know, has he built a little bit of strength? Like, can he carry on what he, what he did last season, right? So let's take a look there. Um, also, just for the power play, it looks like Dougie Hamilton is going to be on power play one. I just want to see how that goes. Are they switching it up with uh, Damon S- uh, Severson? You know, will, you know, because that will definitely affect uh, Dougie Hamilton's value, right? So those are interesting players on those teams. And then it looks like, Mackenzie Blackwood is going to get the start there as opposed to Vitek Vanacek. So again, if you pick the Vanacek in a, in a late round doing like a zero G zero G strategy, drop him and pick up Mackenzie Blackwood. All right. Cause he's going to be your starter. And then the flyers, uh, they are going to start Carter Hart. I don't know what to expect from the flyers. Honestly, they have so many injuries. It looks like Cam Atkinson's not going to play tonight. So we'll see. There's not a lot of fantasy options on this team. So let's just see who emerges. You know, if, if anyone, right. Um, that's kind of, it, it's a, it's good to watch these type of games or at least check in on them and just see what are these players doing? Cause yeah, there, there a lot of players that don't get a ton of opportunity are going to get opportunity on the flyers because they're so undermanned and they don't have a lot of talent on that team. So anyways, devils and flyers, check it out. Next game up coyotes and penguins. Um, for the Coyotes, I think it's going to be Vimelka who's starting, and then Penguins is going to be starting Tristan Jari. For the Coyotes, I just uh, it's uh, it looks like Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz are going to be in the lineup uh, for that top line, so they're going to get all the minutes they can handle. Coyotes very similar situation to the Flyers. It's going to be a, a a race to the bottom, I think, to try and get Connor Bedard next season. Um, Coyotes do not have a lot going for him this season. So we'll, we'll see. Again, it's, it's a very much like the Flyers situation. I think Keller, Keller and Schmaltz are really the only two guys that, you know, and maybe Gostas Bear are guys that you want to maybe have in your team. But, I mean, Gostas Bear might be available out on the wire. So he might be a guy you want to stream in if you need some offense. And he, he can do something peripherally as well. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be an ugly season there. Um, for the Penguins, not too much to say. It's all business as usual. 
Uh, I think uh, there, there's not going to be any surprises. I'm interested to see how Malkin does this season. I hope he has a bit of a bounce back and really just proves all the haters wrong, the people that are doubting him, because he still can be an elite talent, you know, if he stays healthy and, you know, things go right for him. So moving on, the next game is going to be the Washington Capitals and the Maple Leafs, both playing the second half of back-to-backs. So we should see the uh, backup tendies in there. For the Leafs, it's going to be Samsonov. For the Capitals, it's going to be Charlie Lindgren, I would think. That hasn't been confirmed yet, though. So, um, But yeah, second half of back-to-back for both teams. They're both coming off losses. You know, we talked about the Capitals and the Maple Leafs already, things to look at. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to do too much on that game. Let, let's see what happens. You need some bangs. Go get Martin Fervery, okay? All right, next game is uh, Panthers and Islanders. We've got Bobrovsky in goal, and Sorokin is in goal for the Islanders. So, it uh, should be interesting. Um, new coaches for both teams. So Panthers got uh, Paul Maurice. Islanders got Lane Lambert. You, you know, when you have a coaching change like that, it, it, we don't know exactly what to expect. Like we know how the Panthers played last year, which was at an elite offensive level. Is it going to be the same team with Paul Maurice, who's a bit more defensive minded? I don't know. So we got to think about how, how are they playing? You know, are they kind of shutting it down? Because um, they, they have been run and gun in the past, especially with Bobrovsky the, oh man the, the guy I think I mentioned this before in another podcast but you know he'll every five games he'll he'll let in like seven you know so um, just keep an eye on that keep an eye on the goaltending situation in Florida with Spencer Knight um, you know you want to be on top of that if they do decide to go to Spencer Knight because the Panthers are, are going to be elite this year and then the Islanders yeah not much to watch there I'm, I'm excited for Matt Barzell I want to see when, oh, again when a player gets signed to a contract like that they tend to get a little more opportunity. So, you know, when you've committed that much money to a guy, you're not going to just play him 16 minutes a night. You know, you want to get him up around the 19 minutes a night. So hopefully Matt Barzell gets some more opportunity. Um, Noah Dobson as well signed that uh, contract in the off season. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he's able to offer. Moving on, you got Rangers in the wild. Uh, Rangers had an amazing first game. Uh, uh, Zabanajad lighting the world on fire. And I love that. I love uh, uh, Zibby. He's, he's had a great start to the season, and, and I like the Rangers a lot this season. Um, but anyways, uh, they've got Shesterkin in goal, and then for the while, it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury. It's nice. It's going to be a good game. Uh, kind of clash of the Titans. I think Wild maybe aren't recognized the way that the Rangers are as, as an elite team, but I, but I think there's a, uh, they have all the tools uh, to do that. So what am I watching there? Um, again, Kravtsov is, is out of the lineup, I think, tonight for the Rangers. So um, Lafreniere is going to move up to the second line, I believe. So keep an eye on that. Lafreniere, to me, he's great peripherally. Let's see what he does when he gets a little opportunity because he's, he's also a very offensive player. So what, what can he do? You know, but they're not going to change the power play too much over there. And then for the Wild, let's see how Kirill, the thrill Kaprasov, does. This is his first game of the season. He had a nice preseason game uh, before going into the season here. So... It's going to be great. I want to see how that top line does. Uh, Zuccarello, can he repeat what he did last year? Um, Ryan Hartman, same thing. Like, is that line stay together? So just keep an eye on the deployment. And then Kalen Addison, he made the team out of camp. So what kind of role is he going to have for the Wild? Let's take a look and, you know, does he get that power play time? Because if he does, you might want to jump on him and grab him. Um, but let's let's check his deployment first. Okay, moving on. Stars, Predators also playing uh, tonight. Stars are playing their first game. Predators playing their third game. Um, should be a good game. Stars are going to start uh, Ottinger, and Predators most likely going to start my man, 
juice box, the juice tiger, UC Soros. All right. Would you like some juice? Um, yeah, going to be a great game. Jason Robertson's first game, so I'm definitely watching that, uh, see how they go. And then I'm also very interested um, in Heiskinen because it's now his team, so he's going to be you know, running that power play now that John Klimberg's out of town. But I also like Nils Lundqvist, uh, the, the pickup they had from um, uh, the Rangers. They brought him in, and he's a power play guy too, so we'll see how they're deployed. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of something I'm watching for there. And then Ottinger, hopefully he has a good game, good start. For the Preds, Let's see, you know, more of the same. They had a great, great first couple games. They couldn't get a better result. Um, their team's looking very strong. So can Niederreiter, you know, keep going? Nino, big Nino Niederreiter. Yes, it is Ned Niederlander. Can he keep it going? Um, you know, Tolvanen looks like he's moved up to the second line and they moved Sherwood down to the fourth line. So more minutes for Tolvanen could, could be a good thing, right? Because he's, he's always had a very low time on ice. And you can't get these counting stats unless you're out on the ice. So, um, and he he does get counting stats. He gets hits. He gets blocks, uh, shots. So we'll see. Um, looking forward to that. Next game up, Avalanche and Flames. Um, yeah, the Flames are going to go. It looks like um, Jacob Markstrom. He was ill, but he's going to play. Um, he's going to play that game. Uh, I think that's confirmed. And then Avalanche, uh, they haven't confirmed yet, but I, I believe it's going to be Pavel Francouz just because they're on the back end of a uh, back-to-back here. So that's going to be a barn burner. Two amazing teams, right? Uh, what am I watching here? Uh, obviously, I, I just want to see more of Lekkonen and Nichushkin, uh, see how they're deployed. Um, can they can they kind of keep up the pace that they've shown? And uh, the Flames... Um, it's basically a brand new team, so I'm excited to see all the new additions: Huberdo, Weger, Kadri. What what does this what does this team look like? You know, um, I think they're they're muchly improved from from last season, even losing their two top players. So um, that's going to be a great game. I'm excited to see it. Next one up, we've only got two left: Blackhawks and Golden Knights. They didn't do uh, the league didn't do the Blackhawks any favors to start the season. That's for sure. Starting a back to back, first one with Colorado, second one against the Golden Knights. I think it's going to be ugly. But um, yeah, Blackhawks. We talked about them and the guys to watch for. Um, I don't think I mentioned Seth Jones too much uh, when I was talking about the Blackhawks game. He's a he's a great defenseman. Um, he's going to be your peripheral guy. He's going to be a power play guy. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see Seth Jones. I, I want to see you know. Can Patrick Kane, can he step up his game a little bit? Like he just, again, he just looked disinterested to me. So if, if they have any chance of winning, I mean, he's got to be dialed in. Um, and then for their goalie, I think it's going to be Alex Stalock. Uh, would make sense. They haven't confirmed it yet, but he's their backup there. And then for the Golden Knights, Logan Thompson has gotten uh, the nod again. So hello, Mr. Thompson. I think he's talking to you. Uh, at least off the start of the season, looks like he's going to be your number one there in Vegas, which makes sense. I'm glad to see that. He played great the other night. So m- more of the same. Let's let's just keep an eye on that. Uh, Golden Knights, the, the player I like to watch there is Johnny Marcheseau. The guy had an unreal first game in limited minutes. Um, you know, he was like statistically, all the underlying statistics, his... his uh, individual scoring chances for his his shots per uh per 60 i think it was just something obscene i think he had nine shots in the game 
Um, he can't be stopped. So whether he's on the first line or the third line, I think March or so is primed for like a, a big breakout potentially. You know, and it's all dependent on deployment, but, he, but he's going to be good. He's going to be a very good player this season. And last game of the night, uh, Seattle Kraken against the Los Angeles Kings. Kraken are looking to bounce back after that rough loss. I think Martin Jones will be the goalie there. And Jonathan Quick for the Kings has been confirmed as well to start in that game. So I like to see that. They're going with Quick right off the bat instead of Cal Peterson. So that is something to watch. But Quick played very well the first game, and I'm glad they're going back to him. I think he's still still got some gas in the tank there. Um, yeah, not much to say. Uh, again, I want to watch Matty Beniers. I want to see what they do with Shane Wright with the Kraken and, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. Um, let's, let's see how, how they're being deployed. Does he get 20 minutes again? And then for the Kings, as I said, Arvidsson is out. Sean Dersey is out. What are you doing? What the hell are they doing with Sean Dersey? I don't know. Hopefully he's back in the lineup the next game, but I think, uh, um, yeah, it, it, it'll be good. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that game. But that's really it. There's not too much to watch for. Uh, before we go, I do want to talk about the top ads and the top drops. And I'll try and do this segment uh, every recap game. So your top ads on Yahoo currently. Nino Niederreier. Niederreiter. I just can't even say the man's name. Nino Niederreier. Um, I can see why you're picking him up there. He's got a game tonight. Uh, next up is David Krejci. Um, yeah, he's been added in a lot of leagues. That's, that's an ad that you might want to... It's not even just a streamer. You, you probably, especially in a points league, you, David Krejci should not be on your wire. So pick up David Krejci in a points league. I can see why that's happening. He's only 19% rostered at this point. Uh, Martin Natchez uh, is uh, the third guy that's being picked up. He's only rostered in 12% of leagues. So he's out there. So he, he could be a watch list guy right now. If you like your roster, um, you know, Natchez is going to get some good opportunity there. Ryan McDonough is the next guy up. Uh, that's obviously for the game tonight. He's going to get you peripherals. Uh, he might get you some second power play. Uh, he's a second power play guy as well. So, yeah, if you need a defenseman, Ryan McDonough is there. And William Carlson is the last of the top five that's uh, being added. He's got a game tonight against Chicago. It's a nice matchup for him. He's only 13% rostered. Um, and, he, yeah, he can, he can do a lot, of, a lot of things. So, I mean, those are your top ads. Let's talk about the top drops. First one, Philip Grubauer getting punted. Come on. It's one game, everybody. You got to stick with Groovy. He's, they're not, they're, he's still the number one there. So, and Seattle played very well. It's just Grubauer didn't play very well. And, and uh, it was some power play goals against, right? So the penalty kill in Seattle wasn't awesome. So I think that's a bit premature, dropping Grubauer, right? Uh, like, who are you picking up to, to cover the, that, those number one minutes, right? You probably, I guess, I mean, you probably didn't waste a lot of draft capital when you picked up Philip Grubauer. So you might be able to drop him and just pick him up again when he starts playing better. But anyways, I don't know. I would hold on uh, on Philip Grubauer. Uh, Jacob Voracek, dropping him. I'm not sure about that. They still got two games this week. Um, and now with line A out, Voracek is going to get some increased minutes, I would think. So I'm not sure if I agree with that drop. Uh, Daniil Tarasov is the next one. He was the spot start uh, in the Columbus game. Merzlikens is going to be back, so that makes sense. Drop Tarasov, no question. Holloway's the next one up. Yeah, eight minutes in in your first game. Uh, drop him. Get him out of here. And then Shane Wright got dropped. Drop it like it's lukewarm. Shane Wright, six minutes in your first game. Get out of here. Get that garbage out of here. I'm sure he's a nice person, but yeah, you can easily drop uh, Shane Wright, okay? And then before we leave, we are going to talk about the fantasy performer of the evening, the cream of the crop. Cream 
the cream here, the cream of the crop. Yes, as expected, this very spicy hot take, your fantasy performer of the evening, Connor McDavid. Big surprise there. Yeah, hat trick and an assist. The guy's electric. He, he was all over the ice, hitting, blocking. Um, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to have to, you know, on the games where he plays, I'm, I'm going to have to intentionally choose somebody else because uh, I'll just be picking him all the time. And I don't want to do that, all right? I don't want to pump the man's tires anymore, all right? Just go back to your house in Edmonton and enjoy that beautiful view, Connor, all right? Well done, sir. You're the cream of the crop. Okay. That is all we've got for, for this episode here. That's our recap episode. We are going to be a dropping an episode uh, in the next couple of days, if not tomorrow. Just more recaps, more fantasy relevance. Um, and uh, there's a couple of things I want to get going as we move on towards the season here. I want to do some, you know, um, buy lows and sell highs. No, you don't. Yeah, buy low and sell high. That's right. Yeah, sorry. I thought I mixed that up. I was like, don't buy high and sell low. Maybe we should do that segment as well. Um, just, just for fun. Just confuse the hell out of everybody. But yeah, buy lows, sell highs. We're going to do some of that. We'll, do, we'll definitely do an episode of that per week. Uh, and then this weekend, I'm going to get you some streaming strategies as well as a weekend roundup. All right. Well, thank you so much for staying with me here. Really appreciate your time. Uh, again, follow me on Twitter uh, if you can. It's at Blake Creamer S-E. Um, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Podcasts. Uh, head over to sportsethos.com as well. Um, that is uh, who's presenting this podcast, Sports Ethos. So thank you so much. Um, amazing basketball content. Um, yeah, on Twitter, I do uh, definitely shout out Sports Ethos and some of that basketball content as well because it's just so solid. So, um, you know, when you can, head over to sportsethos.com and check them out. It's got some really awesome content. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you guys next time. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.